You guys have just finished, uh, I imagine just finished uh, congregating around Sludge and investigating the new crystal that grew onto her hand um, after casting Enlarge on Sludge. <laughs> on Guppy, sorry. The river or the lake area where the fake moon once was is still uh, is beginning to let up its smoldering of flesh ashes once burned away by Tarragon's holy beams of moonlight. You guys are now gathered around the lake uh, with let's see how much how much time do you relive? So you still have two hours of movement left before you should start thinking about it. But I don't believe um, you have many options of places to go right now. Uh, You can move out of here if you wanted to, um, as there are a three, four, and three movement cost pile area adjacent to you. But doing so could incur disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Where's so, the map right now? It's it's up further there. <laughs> Where? Just scroll up a little in in-game. Oh, okay. Um, I kind of feel like maybe we should camp out here for the night. Yeah. We just had this encounter, which was kind of stressful. And we have these pieces of the moon that we can study and try and regroup a bit. We're not like in a rush to get to Ogre Dune. We're trying to be <laughs> thorough. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um, Cal-, Cal and Marigold need to study that new like pearl of Yugen that got dropped. Um, and I don't know if like Guppy or anybody wants to like investigate the lake biome. Maybe we could learn something just from investigating this area more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is what are what is going on with Sludge's hand? <laughs> uh, Sludge's hand is staying the same. Um, last time we left off, uh, uh, Sludge did some meditating and found out that there and felt that there was an excess of new power surrounding it, um, and then started taunting with it, taunting people with it, <laughs> <laughs> mainly Cal, uh, before Cass intervened and. Uh, stopped for antics. <laughs> so I think everyone's just kind of like, yeah, I guess everyone's gathered around right now, figuring out. Uh, Carson says, well, we have a few hours left of daylight, so do we want to hang out in this valley between the two mountains, or continue going and try to get out of here before it's uh, too late? I think we've... Too late in the day, not... <laughs> I think we've eliminated any uh, threats around here, hopefully. Uh, Carson looks at Sludge. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it's probably a good idea to just camp out till tomorrow. Don't know what could be hanging out on top of the mountains. (laughs) Maybe a Fake son of some sort. Oh, God. Oh, no, not a fake son. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you hate those, don't you, Terragon? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
I, I would not say that I like them. Everyone <laughs> is also like looking kind of fatigued. I've spent most of my third level spell slots at this point. Um, <laughs> Maybe a, a good rest is a, in order for all of us. Not to uh, speak speak ahead of the expedition party, of course. No, I think you're right, Carson. And anyways, I think there's a lot of uh, good information that we could get from studying this area here. Cal and I need to take a moment to study this new piece of Yugen as well. I don't know if it's going to lose any potency it might have, and... Maybe we can find some more information on what this thing was or what its role was in this area. Seems like a predator role. Uh, <laughs> there's a big pile of bones of different types that I found. Uh, and the, uh -huh. uh, the these birds it's pretty much said it just eats things <laughs> <laughs> that tracks that that definitely tracks <laughs> i didn't really see anything else around either <laughs> right uh guppy do you want any of these shell pieces i absolutely do want those shell pieces yes thank you jeremy <laughs> <laughs> i give him the shell pieces Guppy takes them in his tiny hands very excitedly. <laughs> kind of like droops a little bit with the weight. I not like to look at this. <laughs> Guppy goes over. Uh, so we're uh, staying here for a bit? Yeah. Tonight? Something? <laughs> I think so. At least we've got cover here. So. <laughs> Sounds good. I also don't especially want to climb up this whole hillside. <laughs> Again, after yeah. uh, we all took a, uh, you, you all took a tumble down it. Uh, might as well kind of stick did. around. <laughs> Jeremy has a flashback to sliding down. Cal, Cal Carson also have flashbacks to sliding down. Everyone looks up to the mountain and sees the big like wrens in the slate. <laughs> The slate ground on the mountainside, on the slope sides, where you can just see different <laughs> the effects of different bodies tumbling down. <laughs> oh no! So I'm just gonna take her hand, put her behind her head, and just scratch. And be like, yeah, I guess we kind of did eat shit. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it was, it was from up there. <laughs> Cal just kept on going. <laughs> Uh, yes, yeah, well, um, <laughs> uh, being a, a, a mountain dwarf, my uh, weight ratio is a little bit uh, stronger towards the center of the earth, so uh, it gives us great traction and also uh, sled-like properties when falling down mountains. <laughs> oh, you're going to be really useful when we start hiking in that snow, huh? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I just, like, lightly nudge it with my elbow. <laughs> we'll deal with the snow when we get to that. <laughs> I'm sure. Um, so do we want to, like, set up camp down here? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, people start uh, pitching their tents up. Um, Guppy goes over to the donkeys and pulls out um, 
some uh, blankets and what looks like various science instruments. Uh, not telescopes, the other one. Microscopes. <laughs> microscopes, vials, uh, different like manipulation and cutting instruments. Uh, and goes about looking at uh, the carapace that you found off of the fake moon. <laughs> nice. What are you guys up to? I'd like to make a potion. You'd like to make a potion? Oh, cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, how do we do that? It's been so long. Potions, potions, potions. I'm afraid homebrew? Potion seller. <laughs> I'm going into Remfrey, and I need your strongest potion. Requires strongest potions. <laughs> Very well, potion seller. You've had your say. Now I shall have mine. You're a rascal. <laughs> You're a rascal. No respect for knights. Me and Greta, I'm fucking big now. <laughs> What did you do to my guppy? <laughs> Turned him into a fog. <laughs> um. Oh, here we go. I don't know where you were hiding, but yeah. Uh, roll a one d thirty six. Fourteen. Oh, cool. Oh, no. So cool. Mm. A theme, I yeah. see. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Potion that yeah, turns you into right. crystals? <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> hate it, hate it, hate it. It's really funny. Right next to each other. <laughs> cool. Uh, Sludge goes about taking various mushrooms and Throwing them into a <laughs> an elixir bottle and shaking them off. <laughs> I love that for a while. Um, so I think Marigold, do we have like, we just have our personal tents. We don't have like an area where we would want to like s- study things in. I want to, I want to check out the, the crystal fragment. That we yeah. Found. Oh yeah. No, that totally makes sense. Yeah. Guppy, uh, <clears throat> Guppy and then with the help of uh, Carson, Start pulling out like uh, a big uh, tent. That kind oh, of cool! Like, get like a portable lab, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's open on the sides. Uh, there are attachable sides, but seeing as the weather is pretty clear, uh, they're just getting out kind of like a overhead protection from the sun and whatnot. Uh, setting that up with some uh, traveling tables. Um, all this stuff uh, seems this this specifically science equipment. Uh, you guys would actually recognize from Ezra's team. Uh, their tables and whatnot that and instruments that they brought to the Cove area for their own research. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> uh, Marigold, you said you wanted to study the gem, the pearl. Yeah, with- so like um, we, we were checking out Sludge's hand, and I've kind of seen something like this happen before. It's still interesting, but I could kind of tell it's maybe a similar situation, and I want to prioritize studying this new piece, and then maybe I can get to studying Sludge's hand later on. Um, I kind of give Cal a shake as he's been kind of <laughs> brooding after <laughs> Sludge has been taunting him, after everybody's been taunting him. I'm like, <laughs> okay, let's do what we came out here to do and let's 
get to business. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, go and straighten out the supplies and like this is I think our first time like using these this particular setup at least. Mm-hmm. So probably <laughs> Marigold immediately starts kind of making like an ordered chaos of her side of the tent. Like <laughs> yes. kind of like she'll like pick up a tool and like lay it down and then it slowly becomes like a pile of stuff and like her <laughs> notes and things. Um and then Guppy and Cal have their own kind of areas. Yeah. Anybody Cal's- else? Cal sets up like, I'm, I'm imagining like across from you on the same table, or if there's like two tables set up against each other. Cal's taking the other side of that second table, um, and mirroring your chaotic side of the table. Cal sets up just the most immaculate, well positioned area with all the tools equally equally spaced about <laughs> and categorized meticulously. Uh, notes out and like note notebook and journal out and ready to to a blank page already with a pencil on top of it um, with any tools that he might need set up at all at arm's reach um, they all in their own special place for productivity's sake and efficiency <laughs> nice yeah and then probably there's like a space right between us where we have the crystal set up um, do we have like a stand or something we can put it in. Yeah, I imagine you guys have like a, you know, those like beaker, those like beaker stands where it's like a tripod <clears throat> or a, like four mm-hmm. legs attached to like a circle of metal. Essentially, <laughs> I imagine yeah. there's one that's big enough for uh, small enough to uh, hold up the pearl out of a non a non a non magically reactive uh, metal <laughs> inert inert metal. metal. <laughs> And like Marigold's just like Marigold gently kind of places it in and then takes out like your magnifying glass and they probably have a system set up where like first we get a read on if there's any particles coming off of it, if there's any irregularities there, test the resonance of it, make notes about the luster and whether it changes over time, mm-hmm. how does it compare to pieces that we've seen before it. Um, right. should I make an arcana roll? Um, <clears throat> sorry, oh my god, I don't know why my throat is... It's all that caffeine you've been drinking. Yeah, my... Drink some water. Yeah, I'm gonna get drink some water. Some water. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Never listens. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> Stay hydrated, queen. You left for water and never came back. No! <laughs> F. Frogs take over. <laughs> the lake is just all frogs. There's no water. DM's oh. gone post frogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, he's coming back. Get the fuck away. <laughs> <laughs> Most more frogs. Oh fuck, he's back. Just all the frogs. <laughs> What's Guppy doing? Five stages of grief. <laughs> I miss my milf. No. <laughs> no. 
I miss my meal. <laughs> um, so, back to important matters. Um, since you're doing this over the course of, like, I'm assuming the night, um, yeah. or the latter half of the afternoon, um, throughout the afternoon, uh, I imagine we would use, since I ran up on passive skills, um, using, mm -hmm. you could use, like, your passive arcana trait for this, just to resemble, like, the average value of the rolls you'd be making over the course of a few hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's a 15. It's a 15? Yeah, I have a, I have a 5 to arcana, so passive would be 15. Nice. What's count? Tell me. Negative three. <laughs> F stupid bitch. Calamel <laughs> Calic and something. Um oh god, did I not give him skills? Oh no, he's not skills. No, he's, he still has the, the peasant stats. <laughs> Plus he's he's end a, of farming. <laughs> he's a fraud. <laughs> no, he's a smart boy. He got a plus. He has a yeah. He has a seventeen passive in um, Arcana. Damn. <clears throat> plus seven. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <clears throat> the glass is given plus two. <laughs> the magic glass <laughs> gave him. <laughs> yeah, you guys go about uh, testing this magic. This this uh, Yugen out. Um, imagine like testing it. Like it, what's the word? Uh, noting. It's different interactions with uh, different elements and materials placed near it or against it, uh, just noting and observing its different radiances that it produces. Uh, it does give off, uh, giving a, uh, with a close ear, you can hear that it uh, still drones on, on almost imp imperceptibly if you weren't so carefully attuned to. Uh, listening to this, um, but <clears throat> um, with your uh, studies over the over the course of the next hours, you discover that there is a lot of different magic coming off of this pearl. Uh, it's not like illusion magic, where it, or the sigils uh, that are create or the patterns that are created by the uh, arcane particulates are trying to trick you into not knowing what it is, uh, but rather it just seems to be layered and uh, layered upon layers upon layers of different schools of magic all inhibiting or inhabiting this pearl. Uh, you'll see things like enchantments, uh, illusions, <laughs> which makes it even more difficult to parse them out. Uh, but the three that you are, that you are able to uh, get out, whether you, uh, whether there are more or not, are is enchantment, illusions, and evocation. Okay. I'm taking notes. <laughs> Hell yeah! This is this is this is method acting. <laughs> well, we may not know the uh, exact properties or spells, as it were, that uh, this pearl can. Produce, but uh, uh, from atop the mountain, I could see that it had some sort of uh, uh, telekinetic abilities and what seems like a 
uh, necrotic abilities upon your soul. Yeah, from being up close to it, I can absolutely confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting, though, that um, now that its body is taken away and it's not actively defending or attacking, I'm not reading a high concentration of necrotic magic anymore. It's mostly enchantment, illusion, evocation. It's... Huh. It did have a disguise. It did have a disguise. I wonder if at its core it's... Hmm. Like, there are those spiders that burrow and hide and wait for its food to come towards it. Or those fish in the ocean who lure their prey closer to it and then grab it. It must be some approach like that, where it uses its mimicry... In a way, it's what it wants. It sure fooled us. (laughs) Yeah. And it seems to, uh, by the uh, body count that Taramie pointed out, it seems that it's pretty good at this. Good enough to draw in uh, multiple creatures, uh, some of different rates of decay, it seems. So, must be an ongoing and uh, seemingly a consistent process. Yeah. It needs to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Needs to eat. I'll write that one down. (laughs) I think we should make a note of this in comparison to the Dark Mantle. That was another creature which dropped Yugen. It had it in its beak. And that creature was able to generate darkness, which it could enshroud itself in. That's similar to kind of having a camouflage element. Tricky monsters. (laughs) Tricky monsters. Tricky Mm. creatures. I bet we we should run this by Guppy. I wonder if the shell is connected to this. Oh yeah, I was listening the entire time. Oh God! I I thought you know I don't want to break up your concentration. You were humming a little tune to yourself and then you're deep in it, bud. What do you think? Well, uh, I I can't say a lot for this, but I, I mean, uh, it looks a lot like uh, oyster shells to me. Uh, It breaks kind of the same way. Has this kind of a a chitinous. Uh, uh, exterior to it, and this uh, rather smooth and kind of pretty uh, interior to it. If you take a look here, he like shows you a piece, and you can see that the inside is like, well, the r- outside is dull and rough. Um, the inside is very smooth, and and the light glints off it in an almost rainbowish pattern. I wonder if it's smooth, so it doesn't hurt the meat inside. Yeah. Oh gosh, what's that called? Um, that sea mollusk. It's almost like grabalone. <laughs> I think you got it. Yeah. That's a cr- crab grabalone. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I haven't really been by the ocean. I just took that one very important boat ride and haven't really spent a lot of time seaside. <laughs> but, yeah, me neither. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have uh, the three uh, 
fish fools here. Uh, <laughs> you know nothing about fish unless there's a sea by your mountain, uh, Cal. Uh, no, no seas by me. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Uh, that was weak. Uh, I take it back. Yeah, it's okay. You've had, it again. you've had it. You've had a big day. Yeah, a long day. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Guppy. Anyways, from putting this all together, oyster. This creature must be some sort of at least comparable to a mollusk. And like an oyster, it produces a pearl. A pearl of power, a pearl of yugen, and it's alive. So uh, I guess we ought to be very careful with this and keep an eye out for any other things like this because uh, it's bad to be on the receiving end uh, when it's hungry. <laughs> uh, that's actually a question I, I, I have for you guys. Do um, these uh, Yugen creatures, do they, like, need, do they require sustenance in the same way that we do? Or do they just kind of keep on going? Well, necrotic energy feeds on the life force of living beings. That's not like minerals and carbohydrates and stuff, right? Um, is it Dakota? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Guppy, it's not anything like carbohydrates or uh, minerals. Uh, it, it's just a, a soul energy, very similar to magic. And uh, uh, we don't know anything that can consist uh, solely upon magic. Nothing that is living, of course. <laughs> and I don't know if you would call that. A magical trinket living, but uh, I wouldn't. <laughs> we are getting into some very philosophical territory. This is maybe more <laughs> of like the conclusion of the report. I think we're still in the data collection, not quite interpretation quite yet. But as a very interesting thing to put a pin in. As we learn about more creatures, we need to consider do they eat? If so, what is it? If they don't eat as we do, then why do they feel driven to drain this soul power? Uh, okay. <laughs> I think as I'm saying this, I'm like kind of regarding Cal, particularly like the shard he has in his chest, oh, which yeah. tried to take <laughs> soul. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good angle. Yeah. <laughs> um. I think Cal sounds kind of like. I think Cal sounds more defensive when he says like they they don't need they don't need food. They, nothing can live off of just magic. Of course not. That's that's wild. Every, everything that's living needs food. <laughs> everything that's living needs food. Mm. <laughs> The limit of our knowledge, something, something, <laughs> I don't remember. <sighs> Philosophy. Anyways, I'm going to keep checking out this pearl a little bit more. It makes a very pretty noise, and I want to see if I can get any read on it by holding my crystal up to it. Not <laughs> touching it, of course, but <laughs> I think we might yield some interesting results. Yeah, from you, that interaction. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, uh, you lift up your Yugen, uh, to the crystal, 
Um, and you can sense, and you can feel this, uh, you can, you can hear and see this kind of, uh, harmonic resonance start to occur as they start glowing and, you know, a pulsing light starts to appear in both crystals. Uh, they begin off sync and then they start to sink in together. Um, they, they start to pulse in sync in a rhythm together. Um, in that droning sound you could hear from that pearl yugen starts to grow a little bit louder. And from the yugen itself, your yugen itself, uh, you can hear that, uh, uh, that it's hallmark ringing sound, almost like a, a singing bowl of some sort, uh, as it rings a pleasant tune to your ear. Uh, and you can feel your yugen start to try to, like, almost from a uh, from some sort of almost magnetic force become drawn towards the pearl guppy takes a few steps backward yeah marigold's eyes widen and her brow furrows like trying to uh, keep note of the harmony is it feel like it's does it feel like it's communicating or is it kind of too alien for me Uh, you can either do an Arcana check or an Insight check. Okay. They will yield uh, slightly different results, depending on what you use. I, I've done Arcana this whole time. I'm going to do Insight, especially now that I'm thinking, like, I, I know that Reva is in there. Maybe <laughs> there's another presence. Another one. I'm going to do Insight. And I um I also like kind of raise a hand to Cal and like tap the notebook paper. <laughs> um, I want him to write down the m- musical notes that the crystals are making. Like, is, does he does he play music? I or is that just like a meta thing that we said? <laughs> he seems like a piano man. <laughs> yeah, he seems like he plays like piano. Or yeah, something. yeah, he plays piano. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know that Al is a. Amateurist uh, piano. <laughs> Pianist. Yeah. Yeah. Penis. <laughs> uh, 21 for insight. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, you can see Cal like going towards, uh, goes to his uh, notebook and starts writing down uh, note signatures. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so uh, you can feel that presence, which you know to be Riva's. It has a very particular feeling to it. One that you associate with uh, <laughs> curiosity, joy. Uh, yeah, curiosity and joy. Um, a warm feeling. Um, and you can uh, since Reva is so deeply connected to you, uh, so deeply connected to you through your magic, you almost have this line of insight into Riva's self. I don't know if I would say mind part, uh, specifically, but you can get a very good sense of Riva. Uh, almost like they're a secondhand uh, almost like secondhand emotions off of that. Uh, and you can feel that Riva is activated and awake per se right now and you 
of that feeling of like joy and curiosity, you are mainly getting a sense of curiosity off Riva as it seems as Riva seems to inspect this pearl and observe it herself. Um, yeah, I just, um, pull up a chair and continue holding the crystal close for a while, just letting her spend time with it, as much time as I did. I think it's important for her to try and study things on her own and see if I can tune in to uh, if her emotions kind of change at all. And I'm also uh, planning on uh, talking to her directly about it later tonight. Nice. Uh, yeah, uh, you continue to feel this kind of like eye of Riva um, scan and intensely scan this piece of Yugen uh, as it as she seems to kind of connect with it, not enter the Yugen or <laughs> um, express any or uh, hold any sway over it or its power, but she's inspecting it very closely. And you can feel this roaming eye uh, cover every centimeter of it, every millimeter of it. Um, and then once it, and once this roaming eye makes a full circle, full orb around this pearl, uh, you can feel a sense of recognition and remembrance. And then Riva retreats back into her union. Oh yeah, Marigold just like can't help but smile. Like I know that Riva is kind of reluctant to share uh, information that she already has, but if she feels like she knows what's going on with this other fragment, then maybe I can that's a lead for me that maybe I can get some more information out of her later. Mm-hmm. Like, she knows something that I don't, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, we're just, like, smiling and, like, tucks the crystal back in. <laughs> Is, like, Cal say anything? Has he just been kind of, like, yeah. uh, Marigold's got a crystal buddy and I do not. <laughs> <laughs> Very. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I was gonna say that uh, after you, like, smile and put your crystal away, Cal says, did it, does it, does she, uh, did you have you expressed like pronouns or anything to? I said right? she. You said yes. she. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cal kind of like looks at you. Uh, Cal does look at you and says, "Does she talk to you, or is it kind of a one-way street of information?" Well, that's an interesting way of phrasing it. Talk sometimes. Sometimes we have conversations. Especially when I, when I dream, <laughs> um, but one way, yes. Usually, I'm teaching her about the world we live in. As I said, just basic things, important concepts, like a child. <laughs> you know, hmm. whenever I try and ask her about what she is or what she might know she dodges the question but I'm hoping 
that will change eventually. You think she actually knows, or is she uh, putting up an act? I do not think she understands how to deceive. I don't think it's an act. I think she's just shy. And once she feels comfortable, she'll talk. Most people are like that. <laughs> nice. Cal blushes a blue blush on his cheeks. Well, you were always better with the interpersonal relationship side, so uh, that is uh, your bag. <laughs> she like looks away. Like, <laughs> it is. <laughs> and it is an interesting bag of tricks. It is. I'm gonna go figure out what I'm gonna say to her. Because it seems like she recognizes this power or this presence in this new piece. And if we can get just an inkling of a lead, that is going to be a massive breakthrough. <laughs> uh, Sludge or Jeremy, are you guys, do either of you want to take the lead of what you're doing? Um, Jeremy. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, no, Sludge. Oh, Sludge. What time of day is it right now? Um, is this so? Uh, um, is this uh depends? Are you doing this before uh or as Marigold and Cal have started their studies? Um, I figured that they would be in the tent when I would do this. <laughs> yeah, we've got to spend the whole rest of the day in that tent. So yeah, maybe like shortly after. Okay. Um. So like, they've been in there for like ten minutes. Oh, they've been in there for 10 minutes, like they just started studying? Yeah, okay. like they just left, and I'm just like, oh, I'll do something. <laughs> I'll fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are, you, what are you doing? What time of day is it? Oh, sorry. Uh, afternoon? Afternoon, yeah. Okay, um... Can I go to the edge of the water and, like, see what I can see? Like, what do I see when I go out there? Uh, you look out on. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular? I just want to see what I can see. Uh, yeah. Uh, you go out, uh, standing at the uh, where this lake comes to a close, uh, as it sits between these two, uh, as it pools between these two mountains on either side of you, uh, that come to a a, a joint to uh, behind you, uh, but from. Out of the mountains, uh, or out from the peak of these two mountains, you can see uh, a bit of what is the rest of Lake Mesa. It's a... Actually, what can you see? Um, let me look at that map. I'm looking more like what's inside the water. Uh, yeah. Um, so you stand at this lake. Um, surrounding you are... Uh, these loons that Tarami and, uh, uh, Tarami and Carson were investigating with these uh, wild, waving, black and white striped patterns to it. Uh, they sit upon this uh, clear, this clear blue water, uh, and resting at the lake bed bottom, you can see a lot of mud, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> a lot of just stagnant mud um, that is undisturbed uh, 
with few vegetation growing out of it. And where you saw the uh, fake moon, you see a pile of dead animal corpses. Most unrecognizable from their decay in the water and huskification. <laughs> okay. Um, that's all then? Maybe? What are you looking for? I'm not sure. I don't want to swim out there. Um, I want to try out that new potion that I got. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you, you can't see um, anything else in the water. Uh, do, a perce- do a perception check. Um, grab these bitches. Mars, pick a color. Purple. Or green. (laughs) Purple. (laughs) Harder, soft. Soft. What? (laughs) All right, I got a... One made of gummy? A 23? Uh, Yeah, Uh, looking into... uh, Looking into the water, there is not much else you see. uh, Except for the loons, this, and some of, like, the vegetation. there is not a lot of life around here. This is almost devoid of animal life. Um, getting giving like a very close look into the water, you can see some very tiny fish that glint off of the sunlight, uh, and almost like are very hard to spot and just kind of blend into the water, uh, unnoticeable. But besides that, there is not a lot of life in here. Time to get the crossbow out. To get the tiny fish <laughs> that are like a quarter of an inch big. <laughs> can you take your? Can you drink your potion? Yeah, yeah, I'm still gonna drink the potion. Yeah, you pop the you pop the cork off, and you chug this. Uh, <laughs> you chug this like uh, tawny colored tawny colored uh, water. Um. Uh, of or uh, not water, but uh, alcohol, uh, mushrooms suspended in alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you drink up its essence, <laughs> uh, as you do so, you feel your your mouth become dry and puckered, uh, so much so that you kind of, that you start to feel your cheeks start to become gaunt as they suck in and. You're already wearing baggy clothes, but you can feel what little fat is on your body just <laughs> disappear as you become... Is this a weed-loss potion? As you become uh, nothing but skin and bone. <laughs> Where is this happening? Like, can we all see this happen? Yeah, like, if anyone's looking at Sludge right now, they can just... It's its not a great effect, because Sludge is already pretty skinny, but... <laughs> <laughs> you got hollowed! You got hollowed! <laughs> okay. you I think she's going to be like, that's not what I thought it was. <laughs> 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 I'm going to take out my potion, my elixir awakened, and drink that instead. Nice! <laughs> You just like see Tarragon just mouth something that they are not allowed to say on public television. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
<laughs> just like put their face in their hands. Like, they know that this is fine. And they're just distraught by it. Should take another magic potion, huh? Roll d twenty. Straight. Oh, no. Okay. No, D20 oh pl- no. No, D20 it's- plus your constitution. You're gonna overdose. <laughs> the meds are gonna interact, dude. <laughs> con. D20 plus my con. Um, yeah. It's 20. It's 20. 20. Okay, cool. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, okay, let me look at the script for these. God. <laughs> Oh, like, sorry. Uh, first, you have to uh, uh, roll 1D4 for me. <laughs> Dude. Britain Harder stuff. Hard. Okay. Do you have gummy Four. dice? <laughs> no. Four? Yeah. Okay, you just lost 40 pounds. Uh... <laughs> oh, God. Damn, she's 100 pounds then. <laughs> <laughs> Roll another D4 for me. <laughs> One. <laughs> you lost 30 pounds actually. <laughs> I feel like shit. <laughs> you become the your your skin your flesh starts to supple up a little bit, uh, but not back to its original form. Uh even though you lost all this uh not a lot of fat, you still feel like you've just lightened more than more so than the fat you've lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alright, so I'm fine. This is fine. I'll get it back in no time. Yeah. <laughs> not forever. It's not forever. This is fine. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna like <laughs> do my best. I'm gonna, I'm gonna drop my because I feel like maybe I just, I, I, I'm not sure if I. How do I feel right now? Do I feel okay? You feel empty. <laughs> you feel empty like you've done nothing but drink juice for the past 10 years <laughs> drink what like you've not you've done nothing but drink juice for the past 10 years <laughs> okay um i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna drop my terrarium where it is you know just like right where i'm standing you're, gonna... you're easily able to slip out of your, <laughs> bony, your bony arms and torso out of it. Just like okay. sucking, pulling your limbs and sucking your stomach and it just slides down. Yeah. It's like roll my shoulders and it falls off. <laughs> okay, um, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go I wanna go sit around and um, I'm gonna go sit <laughs> I'm gonna walk away and sit. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna sit down where I am and um, just start focusing on my magic again, <laughs> like uh, what I was doing earlier, mm-hmm. like trying to pass it around, see if I can maybe get this, fix this crystal hand. <laughs> uh, as you as you sit down, you and close your eyes to meditate. Uh, you hear footsteps approach you, and then you hear. Dude, you look fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) I feel fucked up. (laughs) Why'd you do that? I thought I could float on the water. (laughs) You didn't even try? Oh, man. I just lost... 
I don't have that. It's not gonna work. That would just make me like weightless or something. I guess I am kind of weightless. But no. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> this sucks. I'll be fine. You say so. Your body walks away. <laughs> oh. Bloody notice. <laughs> yeah, that's not what she looks like now. <laughs> she just looks like Chip. <laughs> oh my god. Oh cool. yeah. Uh, make a make a spell attack bonus <laughs> or make a spell attack roll. Oh my god. <laughs> I thought I could float on the water. Dude. You can float anyway. I thought I could walk on the water. I <laughs> wanted to walk on water, man. You would need to be negative. <laughs> I'm not pushing a water walk. I'm <laughs> You'll get it next time, buddy. I'm I don't know. It's not potion of ninja jutsu. Hey, there's a million magic. ways to interpret it. <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> this is research. Yeah, you need to, it's try to throw, you need to like concentrate all your chakras. <laughs> <laughs> you make that spell attack bonus roll check. Yeah, ten. Fuck me. Ten. Ah, oh, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. This sucks. Oh, <laughs> what I wanted to do was just like, well, yeah, what are you yeah, doing? I, guess I should be doing that for like the rest of the night, I guess. <laughs> Figured how she would do it is like I'm trying to get it to like focus on passing it back and forth between her hands, and then um, once she got good control of it, then she would try to get the crystal, you know, like popping it off. Yeah, like she would then she would start to like start fucking with that. Okay, yeah. Not just um, like go right out of way. Right, yeah, that makes sense. Uh yeah, you kind of like start doing some warm-ups uh where you carefully try to transfer magic uh between your crystal hand and uh your regular hand. Not the crystal magic itself, but just your own magic. Um and you are finding it easily difficult to do it. <laughs> or uh you're easily able to figure out that this is difficult to do with the crystal hand. Um, and you can do a partial job of transferring this magic, but, uh, most of the time it gets about halfway to the other side and then the rest of the magic stops and just like, and then just like, um, routes through your arm, through your torso to the other hand, uh, not exactly doing exactly what you wanted it to do. Um, so if you wanted to, you could try to transfer this crystal magic power, uh, but it would be difficult. Um, okay, so because it's difficult to pass it from one hand to the other, I'm just going to start doing it through my feet. <laughs> like, hand to foot. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the other hand that's the issue that you're fighting. You're fighting that uh, transferring any magic from your crystal hand oh, okay, or to okay. it is difficult. Okay. Um, I think she's gonna try anyway. Alright. Yeah, roll another spell attack bonus. And spell I'm gonna go for oh green, God. nobody's picked that. <laughs> Color of poison. Nice. They're both poison colors. Oh, it's better. Um, 14. 
Uh, it's a 14. It's like between easy and moderate, almost moderate. Um, yeah, this is hard. Uh, <laughs> um, in that case, in that case, roll a, oh, yeah, do a one, roll, roll a straight 1d20. Seven. Good lord, can I get above a 10? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And roll a d12. That sucks. Where is it? Five. Five? What is Sludge thinking about right now? Um. I think she's pretty, like, kind of annoyed. Like, um. You know, there's. She's just kind of doing things as she has been. Um, and, you know, it was kind of just been doing things as she has been. Um, people have come and gone and been like, maybe you shouldn't be doing that. And um, but typically they don't stick around for too long. And she hasn't had to deal with that for a while. But now there are more people who are telling her maybe you shouldn't be doing this and while it was fun at first to get at them now she got kind of shut down and it's kind of pissing her off it's like okay like i've been doing this just leave me the fuck alone let me do what i want to do you know just fuck just get out of my just get out of my way mm -hmm. leave me just let me do this right and um yeah yeah you uh so you say so yeah, you're meditating and you find it hard to do so because, one, it's already difficult. Um, and this is hindering you, and I imagine that's already frustrating. But that is overlaid by the constant experience for the past few days of being told what not to do. Um, so you start transferring this energy of the crystal hand to your other hand. And between your two hands, you're you see this crystal slowly slap away from your skin and form into this hand, or into this uh, morphing ball uh, between suspended in the air between their two, your two hands. Uh, would you say you're more annoyed at Cass or, or Cal right now? If you had uh, to pick one. <laughs> I think it's just kind of a collective thing of like it's mainly at Cal and Tarragon but then also like Tarragon? Tarragon's been saying shit too <laughs> Tarragon's been in on this <laughs> okay <laughs> and um I think it's more like focused on Cal, Cal and Tarragon but also the fact that Cass has like come in and uh is the one who went like initially shut her down um there are like intermittent thoughts of him but he's not the main focus mm -hmm. uh, maybe I'm she here. tries to defend him in the fact that like it is funny to hear a cough though you know just like <laughs> yeah that thought keeps coming up so she's just like, not too mad at him but uh -huh. she's also just like maybe if he just could fuck off <laughs> 
I'm going to do this to Cal because it makes more sense for this spell. Get a kill Cal again for the third yeah, fucking time. Yeah, I would say time. that it is mostly Cal. It's, it's Cal then Tarragon cast. <laughs> yeah, this crystal uh, ball, you, the, the last remnants of, of this crystal in your hand clops away and falls uh, and glides into the crystal ball. Uh, and then you're overcome with just that feeling of frustration against a little bit by Cass, Tarragon, but mostly at Cal. And you can see this in focusing on this ball of crystal. You see it slowly, uh, quickly uh, morph into the shape of Cal. And then it shatters with a loud bang. <laughs> and then you hear. And. You are surround. You sitting on the ground are surrounded by five cows <laughs> standing over you, and they're just repeating, "Don't do that, sludge! Don't do that, sludge! Don't do that, sludge! Don't do that, sludge! Don't do that, sludge!" Uh, infinitum. <laughs> everyone is. Uh, I imagine ev- everyone can hear this. <laughs> All the characters I control are looking at you, yeah. especially Cal. <laughs> Cal's just like motionless hands on the desk on the table in front of him in like this kind of like clawed manner. And he's just looking at this scene of five cows <laughs> having heard the explosion and then five cows berating sludge. Um, yeah, so um, Marigold, Guppy, and Cal could see this from the tent. Yeah. Yeah, Marigold is like, this is maybe like right off. This is right after we were talking about the, like the last thing that we did in that interaction. No, I think this was the uh, uh, so much that they, this was like early into research because mm-hmm. Sludge so said that they were going to do this like five minutes after you guys started doing your research. So you guys like just got into mm-hmm. things. You just got into the <laughs> rhythm of things. <laughs> yeah, she's like looking back and forth between Sludge and Cal, like. <laughs> Ugh. Clearly, they're not getting along. Cal <laughs> <laughs> just looks back down at his research and silently goes about studying again. <laughs> There's like an awkward silence. There's an awkward silence that falls over the uh, the, the caravan. Yeah. Um, it was already pretty quiet, but everyone's just stopped what they were doing and they're looking out like this awkward outburst, this awkward accidental outburst that occurred. <laughs> Jeremy walks over, he has his hands kind of just like in his pockets, he stops a, a couple feet away from Sludge and the cows just kind of like, huh. <laughs> just kind of look at him like, well that's, that's something, huh? <laughs> Sludge is not going to look at Teremy. Sludge is going to get up and is going to walk away and is going to look for mushrooms elsewhere, out of sight. <laughs> After a minute, the cows, uh, the cows fade away uh, and disappear, <laughs> leaving one last. Don't do that, Sludge. Don't. <laughs> then they stop. <laughs> E-cards. Here. Got it off my hand? You got it off your hand. Is there anything, cool. are there any Yugen pieces on the ground, or is it all just gone? Oh, yeah, that's gone. The crystal's just, like, yeah, disappeared. Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. Uh, Marigold takes a second to like write all that down that she can see. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time she's kind of like grimacing a little bit like I'm gonna need to mark things off <laughs> 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 these <laughs> after that whole thing happens I'm so sorry you guys can't get your research started Jeremy's like gonna kind of sidle into the tent over to Marigold and Cal and just kind of like look around a little bit and then look at the Yugen pearl that they have he's going Yugen huh? <laughs> so um Marigold uh there, there's a <laughs> got a buddy in your Yugen right? <laughs> 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 she just like look at, looks up from her notes that she's been making on the like the cow clone and like back to the pearl and like to Jeremy and like nods really slowly to him like mm-hmm. <laughs> I've got a I've got a little buddy in my in my union, Jeremy. Good memory. <laughs> So, uh, okay. When are we, uh, when are you gonna introduce us? <laughs> like, lays the pencil down. <laughs> Just properly, like, um, I've been thinking about that actually, Jeremy. Um, inside. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> She has been thinking about it. All right, I got a ten. <laughs> yeah, you you can decide if Terry has to roll for that or yeah. not. <laughs> like she has been thinking about it, but the <laughs> thing is, like, it's not up to her, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's whether Reva is ready to interact with people or not, right? Um, she like steps over to Terry and like. <sighs> so, the thing is, yes. We need to have everyone, especially you and Sludge, meet her. She's, in a way, part of the expedition party, too. She's been traveling with us since the beginning, whether we knew it or not. But she's, um, uh, uh, she's shy, I will say. I'd say that she's shy. <laughs> um, and I, um, I don't know if she's ready to meet people who aren't me quite yet. You remember what happened in Hightower. She's referencing when Cal got slurped into the crystal. Uh-huh. Right. You remember what happened. Yeah. Yep. Cal says. <laughs> Cal's right there. He's <laughs> like, turn, like, sighs, like, turns her face both of them. This is what I'm talking about, where if she's not ready, then it won't be good for her, and it won't be good for you, and it won't be good for me, and this is why I was trying to keep her secret, just for the good of everyone involved. (laughs) Jeremy chuckles a little bit. (laughs) Funny how that one worked out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Funny. (laughs) I didn't say that. Oh no, I get it. I was just I was just curious. Can it even she even 
come out of there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess people can go on in. <laughs> More than just you. <laughs> I think so. I think that she can do a lot of things. Things that I can't really understand. Yet. <laughs> I'm hoping to just have a little more context before we go rushing in there. That's a good right? idea. Um, well, anyway, uh, if you talk to her, see her, uh, anytime soon, uh, just wanna say hi. <laughs> just, just pass that on, I guess. Nurgle, like, smiles, like, pretty wide, like, yeah. No, I can, I can definitely tell her that you said hi. Cool. Thank you. Cowboy. Bird boy. Bird boy. Bird boy. My bird. <laughs> Neither. <laughs> Is that what you wanted to do originally? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> I think after that, um, I'd probably just go on a walk around. I want to see how much of the little lake thing I can walk around while I still have daylight. Yeah. Um, uh, and if Carson's not busy, I want to invite him along. Oh, that's nice. Where's Matt again? Um, yeah, that's like 10 miles. Um, yeah, this is a long stretch of lake. Mm -hmm. Um, this stretches out quite a ways. Um, no, that's more like five, five. No, that's still 10. Um, <clears throat> wait, no. Uh, it's closer to five miles. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so it's like five miles of lake. Um, and like the edges of where like where these two mountains end and where the lake opens up to the rest of like Mesa. Uh that is the extent of what you can see. Uh that uh, beyond that is the horizon and you cannot see the other shore mm -hmm. uh or more of Lake Mesa. So there's a lot that you can walk around in. Yeah, I wanna Yeah, I think I just want to travel up alongside it uh, as far as I can. Just, like, see if there's cool stuff along the shoreline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you wanted to, uh, you could probably travel... You could, you could walk up and down this entire lake, uh, this entire section of the lake, uh, and be back before... Dinner, essentially. I want to do that. Okay. That's going to be my day. That's going to be your day? Yeah. Can you invite Carson out with you? Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Uh, <laughs> what's he doing right now? Uh, Carson's probably... Carson is... After the cow thing. <laughs> yeah, Carson's just back at, like, uh, back in the main area, um, main section of this camp. Um, and he's setting up, I imagine, with Cass. Uh, maybe Tarragon, if Tarragon isn't... I don't know what Tarragon is. Tarragon napping. <laughs> Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably they like eventually do want to go get some rest. 
meditating. Mm-hmm. Right. And Sludge can correct me on this, but I imagine that Cass and Carson are helping each other set up the tents for everybody and setting up a cooking area, uh, getting the donkeys uh, leashed uh, and in a nice grazing spot. Uh, so they're doing that. Nice. Harrison mm-hmm. um, is a ways out towards the edge of the lake, not uh, out towards the lake, uh, sitting on the lake, on the, not lake bed, uh, the lakeside, lakeside. By, uh, yeah, sitting, sitting lakeside with a fishing pole in hand. <laughs> nice. Oh, actually, I do want to talk to Harrison first. Okay. Um, so I just kind of like walk up to him and probably sit down next to him, nice and quiet, so I don't disturb any fish. Um, and I just like <laughs> look at him and go. <laughs> so that was the, I guess, your first real monster sighting. Yeah. I don't know if that was scary or not in the uh, big boulder thing, but both of them are pretty scary, huh? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think this one was worse. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it looked like from up there, but... Uh, Orb. <laughs> up, up close, it felt really bad. <laughs> if you got too close to it. Are you okay? <sighs> I'm, uh, I'm getting there. Uh, Tarragon healed me up a little bit, so that got me, uh, my legs are a little less shaky now. <laughs> <laughs> right. You look good. Yeah? Fine. Yeah. You look okay. <laughs> cool. <You're> not bad. <laughs> <laughs> Catch anything? Not yet. But, uh, I see some things in there. Big things. <laughs> Not orb big, but food big. <laughs> nice. Uh, do you... I mean, you're busy, but, uh, I was gonna walk around the lake. Uh, you wanted to come with? Huh. I should probably be fishing. Okay. And get a lot of chance to get things. This will probably be our first, like, meal meal, huh? Yeah, uh, should I leave the seasonings with you? Yeah, I can figure those out. <laughs> I trust you. <laughs> Harrison smiles at you. <laughs> Small smile. Aw, <Aww>, smirk. <laughs> I think I, like, push his hat forward a little bit and go get the seasoning. <laughs> He leaves it there. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then I'm going to go over to Carson. Carson and Cass are setting up the rest of the tents right now, supporting this tent as they pull the cloth taut. Uh, need any help? Oh, I think we have this. Uh, just find it. Uh, uh, not, I'm not Humphrey. I think we have this. Uh, just find it. Uh, thank you, Terry. <laughs> yeah, um, I was going to walk around the lake. Um, if you... I don't know. Didn't have anything to do after this. <laughs> oh, sure. Yes, I didn't. Not a lot to manage. Everyone seems to be going about their own business. Uh, cow thing was weird. Cow <laughs> yeah. slips thing was weird, but I'm sure that will. Sure, it's fine. They're all gone now, so. They're all gone. Yes. That's. That problem is solved. <laughs> <laughs> a, a lakeside walk would be a 
It'll be good, I think. <laughs> Carson. Stop playing with the dice, Dakota. Um, Carson finishes tidying up with uh, the tents and goes on a walk with you. Thanks. Uh, Lakeside. Uh, are you looking for anything in particular? Or? Um, I do just like a passive like nature check or something. Yeah. Okay. Um, the plus two, so it'd be 12. Yeah, because it's your whole day. Mm-hmm. Um, 12, okay, yeah. Um, roll a d10. Four. Four? Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, you start moving your way up along the lake bed, uh, the lakeside, <clears throat> away from, uh, the... Stop playing the dice that make noises. That's at me. Um, you go up the lakeside away from the orb, uh, the, the fake moon. As you do so, you start to notice more and more uh, creatures. Not a lot, but one, but they become more reoccurring as you see them. Just rabbits or different fish you see in the water. Nothing particularly exciting. Uh, and then you get towards the end of the lake, uh, this section of the lake that opens up into the rest of Mesa Lake, and you are towered by these twin mountains, these twin towers. These <laughs> <laughs> and then, it's <laughs> <No>. <laughs> taking the halflings to Ogre, dude. <laughs> um, yeah, you. So this is like uh, you spend an hour uh, getting out here. It's not fiddly <laughs> for caffeine. I don't know why you would say that. Um, <laughs> <Dakota>. <laughs> what? <laughs> ah. My Dakota. <laughs> My Sharona. Um, now you get to the. Uh, you you are towered between these two uh, <laughs> peaks of these slopes, um, where vegetation starts to grow again. You see grasses. Uh, you are looking around again, not seeing much, about to make your way back when you spot a peculiar creature. Ooh. Uh, you're kind of standing by the slopes, uh, which starts to, uh, to the south, you see these uh, rolling hills of grass, uh, rolling grassy hills, grassy rolling hills. There we go. Grassy rolling hills <laughs> that extend off out of sight into the distance over the horizon. Um, so you're in a, a small valley of sorts. Uh, a glen now. Um, a small valley. And as you're about to make your way back, you hear a skittering from behind you. And turning around uh, out from uh, one of these ridges of slate, you see a, like I said, a particular, uh, a strange creature jump out into the open and then stop and look at you. It's a four-legged, short-haired beast standing about the same height as you, Terami. Has a slender, a long, slender ne- neck, 
narrow head, narrow pointed head with big ears, and on its back, two humps. Huh. Has a short, fluffy tail, and you can hear it snuffle at you and grunt a little bit. Uh, grunt a little bit, um, and it remains motionless. And then you see two smaller creatures uh, prance out into the open and stop as they sight you too. And they two smaller, younger looking creatures of the same type. Carson just freezes and <laughs> looks at it. I also freeze and I want to cast speak to animals. <laughs> um should I roll an animal handling for that at all? Uh-huh. Look at speak of animals again. You're able to comprehend and verbally communicate with beasts for the duration, knowledge and awareness. Beasts learned by their intelligence that minimum beasts can give you information about nearby locations and what you perceive. Persuade the beast, but uh, if you just want to talk to it, you don't have to roll anything. Okay. <clears throat> um. Uh, roll wild magic first, though. Oh right. <laughs> Eight. Eight? Yeah. Wow, damn. Still still haven't done it yet. Um Yeah, I think I'm just gonna be like, hi, uh, not a threat. <laughs> uh it looks at you and sniffles again, and then as it hears you speak, you can see its ears like twitch. Like at first like one twitches like twitches towards you, the other twitches away. As it, and then you can see its muscles start to relax <laughs> a little bit. Stands up a little bit more straight out of a out of a ready position to flee. Not a threat. Just visiting. <laughs> Travelers. Yeah. <laughs> You hear the other. You hear the other smaller creatures behind you go. Travelers. <laughs> uh, you live around here, or are you travelers? We live close to here. We roam about, as it were. <laughs> far? As far as I know the world to be. Fair enough. Uh, have you seen that fake moon? Hmm. It grumbles at you. The other creature, the two smaller creatures, cower away a little bit. <laughs> we don't go near the moon. Well, uh, we just got rid of it. So if you ever wanted to know what was on the other side of the lake, well, Are these tricks. Nope. I'm gonna pull out a piece of the shell. It slowly walks over to you and smells it. <laughs> You are not telling crow stories, I see. <laughs> uh, crow stories means uh, lies or tall tales, no? Nothing but the honest truth. See. <laughs> um, it notices oats and the hummingbird. Did you, did you give it a name yet? Um, no, because it's I haven't really left the area. Right. So I'm just assuming this is a passing bird. Well, it's traveled a few far away. Farther than most than any okay. like creatures will just like travel like a, a mile with you at most. Mm -hmm. You've traveled 
like six miles away. <laughs> <laughs> I still probably haven't thought about it though. So okay, for okay. now it is still nameless. Cool. Um, yeah. So the hummingbird oaks you. Sits in your hair, and a hummingbird that just is perched on your shoulder. Friend to animals, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, actually, I guess they wouldn't even know that you aren't an animal. Strange skin you have, traveler. <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you are a green, like, needle mouth over there. <laughs> Like nods towards the hummingbird. <laughs> oh, this is uh, this is a shell. <laughs> I like undo a button and like. Do <laughs> not like that. <laughs> Sorry, I button it back up. <laughs> I think you do have the traits of a crow, after all. <laughs> I picked up a few little tricks. Do not like tricks me not. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm not playing any tricks on you, I promise. <laughs> Starts to slowly back away. <laughs> <laughs> Can I make that like a persuasion check or something? Yeah, persuasion or animal handling. Okay. I'll do that. I have proficiencies. Oh, wow, I need those proficiencies. Uh eleven. Eleven? I think that'd be against this charisma. Just take your time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Maybe not all tricks are bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's the spirit. Sometimes they can be kind of fun. As long as you do not steal mine or mine kin's food. Oh, uh, what do you eat? Grass. <laughs> <laughs> That's all yours, my friend. <laughs> it is. Uh, what do you call yourselves? <laughs> Names. Hmm. Names indeed. <laughs> I love this Star Wars ass creature. <laughs> what is this thing? <laughs> I'm trying to find out. <laughs> Don Bluth, like. Um, what's it um, it's called? Um, in the Black Cauldron. Gurgi! It's a fucking Gurgi! Gurgi! <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking Gurgi! <laughs> <laughs> Don't insult <laughs> it like that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> it's. Oh, God. I hate it. <laughs> the, am- the amount of dogs that looked exactly like this when I worked at Human Perfection. <laughs> Alright, he will cast himself into the fire. (laughs) And he's like, oh, everybody loves poor Gurgi, I guess I'll go fucking kill myself. (laughs) Yeah, that's the plot of Black Cauldron, got it. Yep. (laughs) No, he does do that, though. It's like, he does to save his friend. (laughs) Yeah. God. I hate it. This is 
alternate ending. <laughs> oh my god. I love this thing. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what? <laughs> God, it's like oh a dog camel. What, well, like, eighth generation Pokemon? <laughs> oh my god. It's like if a maned wolf or an herbivore. Yes. <laughs> and this thing's as tall as me. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's four legged with uh, uh, hooves, uh, humps, a fluffy, a short, fluffy tail, the long neck with a pointed face and big ears. Oh my god. <laughs> I love this thing. Is oh it my god. Like equine or like is it um... <laughs> um it's hard to really parse, but if anything, you would probably compare it most closely to a, a deer. Mm-hmm. The fucking like AI generated horse at campsite and Terry's out here with like the forest spirit or whatever. <laughs> yeah, AI generated horse. We'll get there eventually. We're gonna discover horses someday. Yeah, we still don't have horses in Rome, right? <laughs> we have different names depending on which uh, denizens of the desert you ask. Oh, yeah. Which one do you like? <laughs> we don't often call ourselves by one name, but if I had to pick one, well, I personally like Grass Strider. Grass Strider? Yes. That's a cool one. I like that. <laughs> the, uh, the, the fluffy tails of this area. They like to call us that. <laughs> the fluffy tails? Yes. Uh, is the oregano with you? Uh, probably, actually. That. It says <laughs> and looks at oregano. He's like, that your son. <laughs> I look at oregano like... Oh. <laughs> but I was a rabbit. What does oregano sound like? <laughs> Whatever. I thought I was a rabbit. You're a rabbit. That's <laughs> just local. Local dialect. Rabbit. That makes no sense at all. <laughs> uh, hair. Hair. <laughs> Hairy. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you are. <laughs> since you did us a favor of sorts and supposedly killed this. The, the the fake moon. Well, we will give you what little knowledge we have in return. Ooh. Be, beware. Beware the, beware the bone birds. The bone birds? They like to steal. Oh. Are they the, uh, are there any loons around? Uh, Not this far in, no. Okay. Are did, are they the ones that float around on the water? Float? No, they can't float. <laughs> so, okay. What do they look like? Birds. <laughs> With bones. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, big birds. 
medium size for this area, I'd say. Thank you. That's good to know. They like the shinies. Oh, oh. As many times I see them steal them from the the blackbirds. <laughs> I said a crow earlier, but they wouldn't know what a fucking crow is. This is nice. <laughs> the shiny black ones. The shiny... No, I don't like that one. Yeah. <laughs> the shiny tricksters, eh? <laughs> the trickster birds. <laughs> they steal from them. That's kind of rude. Yes. <laughs> you cannot. <laughs> I guess that's what they get for their pranks, huh? Ooh. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> I will tell them that next time. <laughs> Don't tell them you got it from me. That one's all yours. Maybe the bone birds are okay. <laughs> You know, they don't steal from you, right? What would they have? That, what do we have what they would want? <laughs> we'll need grass. Fair enough. They don't care for grass. <laughs> they like meat. I, I've many times seen them come across another grass spider <laughs> and uh, feasting upon their flesh oh. and stealing their bones. I uh, guess that is what they want from us is our bones! <laughs> Uh, already dead, I presume. I hope so. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> well, thank you very much for this information. Yes. <laughs> thank you for taking out the big move. Yeah. Our pleasure. <laughs> uh, in enjoy, uh, exploring the lake. <laughs> We're gonna be camping out over there overnight, uh, so I don't know if you wanna hang out away from that for a little bit. I don't think anybody's going to do anything to you. But. Oh, you and your friend, I see. Uh, yeah, and, and some more of us. You look back to Carson, and Carson's just <laughs> wide-eyed, <laughs> speechless, mouth like a gate. Yeah. Did you make him draw it? <laughs> yeah. Oh! Carson, Carson, uh, would you mind, uh, Po uh, staying still for a quick second so we can, uh, I like draw a little, a little quick lumpy figure in the ground. What is that? <laughs> uh, not a. What are you digging for? <laughs> it's a, it's a picture. Um, <laughs> want to do a better one so we can remember better. Have stuff to do, grass to eat, <laughs> planes to stride. <laughs> um, you can probably munch on a little grass. Roll a little hand, please. Uh, fifteen. Yes, this trick is fine. <laughs> we can creature. show you what we're done. <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they all sound like this? <laughs> the, the cre yeah, the smaller ones kind of sound I like this. Like <laughs> baby. So weird. Do my kin have to stay still? Huh? I don't think so. <laughs> Gramble, thistle, <laughs> go about it and go about your ways. Do not stray too far from your guardian. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like motion across like get, get out your get out your charcoal. Are you sure? Yeah, no, it's okay. Uh just just do like a quick a quick sketch. Jeremy, can you hear this thing? Yeah. I only hear it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like? Yes. 
Just something I I picked up in Rempre, I guess. Okay. <laughs> the, the thing stares blankly into Carson's eye. <laughs> okay, okay, I guess I will do this then. <laughs> he does a pretty good job. Nice. And he quickly like jots out, like making those basic shapes and then adding on to them, noting the special features. All right. Uh, oh. Thank you. Why does he talk like that? <laughs> he doesn't talk like you. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, uh, I think, I think the land gives me a special power so I can talk to everyone. Oh, land powers. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, most other people I, I don't think can do that, as far as I know. Um, I know not. <laughs> uh, Car- Carson, uh, do you do you want to see what what he drew? Can I can I take the drawing? Sure, of course. <laughs> I, like hold it out. This looks. What was this? A. Uh, ooh, is that? Mm. Oh my god. <laughs> Could it be me? Yep, that's you. Oh. Uh, how did you capture my essence? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, Carson has a good eye. Kin, come here. Look <laughs> <Yeah>. at me. <laughs> they prance back over to you. As they do so, the humps on their back jiggle slowly, <laughs> wobbling back and forth. Nice. Oh, a jello. <laughs> got him! Got him! It is you, got him! Yes, they captured my essence! <laughs> oh. <laughs> much to think upon, traveler. You've taught me much. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you for letting us do that. Of course. <laughs> oh. I need to show this trick to the trickster birds. <laughs> I think even this one is too advanced for them. <laughs> so long. What do we call you? <laughs> uh, well, I'm Teremy, and that's Carson. Oh, this, you are not the same, then. Uh, we are the same. Um, we just have different names, uh... For each of us. Oh, um, names! I know names. No, what's your name? I am only called God. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Daddy. Godson. Well, Bramble and Thistle, I must be going. It's getting late. <laughs> I'm so sure, sure you have your own dinner to catch. Feast <laughs> upon. We do. <laughs> oh, well, it was lovely meeting you. It was good to meet you, too, traveler. <laughs> I hope you have a good evening. Good. <laughs> How could a day be good? <laughs> awful shrieks. <laughs> <laughs> Satisfying. Try it prances away with the rest of these. What do they call themselves? Grass spiders? <laughs> <laughs> I turned to Carson, beaming. That was very
Well, I'm so scared of deer in this world. I've <laughs> <laughs> been hearing that whole time. He said it was going. He said it just sounded like. Weird <laughs> 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 little gremlin noise. <laughs> I guess I should have expected that from you and your bird things, but uh, that coupled with these things was peculiar. <laughs> Uh, best. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't offend you, did, did I? Uh, no, I mean, I, it's not that weird to me anymore, um, but I, I guess it is a little strange for others. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. You, you do your thing, and I should uh, adjust to that. <laughs> Always have a new trick up your sleeve, Terry. <laughs> uh... Oh, it's pretty much the same trick. <laughs> Every time. Well, you, util- you utilize your, your trick well. Terry. Thank you. <laughs> uh, when, I, when I, we first got here, when we were setting off on the first uh, step of our journey, we um, our uh, other caravan got uh, jumped by some big frogs, a big frog and a big newt, and I just kind of panicked and yelled go away and they actually went away (laughs) sorry (laughs) oh uh, is that a new remfrey or yeah (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i don't think i was able to do this before and if i was i didn't notice oh Oh. i imagine there's a little chance of me uh Gaining these latent powers, seeing I've been here for a while, so. <laughs> but one of us can't. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it just takes some time. It took Marigold a bit. Uh, not a, about three years, though, I imagine. <laughs> well, uh. You haven't been out too far, have you? No, I haven't, no. I've been mostly in the. Mostly spent most of my time in the. Uh, Paris Landing. Well, maybe you just gotta find it. Hmm. An interesting point, Terry. A, a scientist yourself, I see. <laughs> <laughs> oh no way! <laughs> I'm just a just a nature man. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I always like a nature man. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch the back of my head. <laughs> uh, should we uh, get going? Yeah, it's getting late. <laughs> <laughs> Walk back. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Back at Camp Harrison is a. He's caught a few fish. Nice. Um, not enough to feed everyone solely on a fish dinner, but he's been able to uh, make enough to like turn into baked uh, fish um, in the fire uh, and add it to an ingredients of a another mushroom and <clears throat> uh, mushroomer. Uh, what do you call it? Potatoes. Those Tubers. are tubers. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Shroomer. <laughs> shroomer. Okay, shroomer. <clears throat> um. God. <laughs> you Terrison's a shroomer. <laughs> so he's making a potato, and <clears throat> what is essentially a potato, remfrey potato, and mushroom and fish stew. Nice. Uh, he has. Teremy's box of spices next to him that he's been adding some dill into dried lemon, possibly 
garlic, dried garlic and onion and salt and pepper. Nice. It's very good. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> it's rustic, nice. earthy. Nice. <laughs> gotta gather up for dinner, yeah. I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, so the people in the, in the science tent, would they like, it, would they take a dinner break or would they be done for the day around the uh, you, so yeah, you, you did like, you finished up your, I think you guys probably came to a happy conclusion uh, mm -hmm. where we left off. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it's probably like an hour or so after that. Yeah. Or half an hour after that. Time to like yeah, Marigold, decompress. Uh, her, she was writing down like questions and things to ask Reva, like she's hair, like kind of segueing into introducing Introducing her to people and also asking about this pearl of power later tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, that come out of her tent and they're like, "Oh, Terrison, that sounds, uh, Terrison, that smells lovely." <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Hope these fish aren't poisonous. <laughs> what? <laughs> I tasted something. It's fine. I feel he looks out into his stomach. Feel fine. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, <laughs> in my blood. It's been a, it's been a few hours. It's been a few hours. I'm sure it's fine. But you can usually <laughs> you can usually tell if something's poisonous or not in that time. Just like rubs her forehead. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just like Mama taught us. I mean, it happens to Sludge all the time. We have tarragon too. So. <laughs> Good example. <laughs> okay, like sits down, like takes out her notebook. So, have you been feeling any? No, I, I to try and keep that journal. Have you been feeling any sort of magic effects today? Anything like that, bud? Nope. Okay, well, that's, that's okay. Um, it makes a little note. <laughs> yeah, just, just keep an eye out for any changes. <sighs> Find anything um, good around here, Terrison? Fish. Mm -hmm. So, uh, cool. you like, don't take this the wrong way. But, uh, you like wear pants a lot, don't you? Harrison, what does that mean? <laughs> well, you know, like... I don't know a lot of women, but, uh... Everyone back at home just kind of wears, a. Uh... <laughs> 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 not, like, my mom and my sisters, they just kind of wear, like, skirts most of the time. Dresses. I guess we're like out in the wild, so I guess I guess Mama would like. Is it Mama? Oh, they say Mom. Mom. I guess like Mom would wear pants and are like hiking and stuff. But do you wear pants? Do you always wear pants? Or um, I don't always wear pants. No, sometimes I wear other things. <laughs> um, do you always wear pants, Teresa? <laughs> Yeah? Why wouldn't I? You don't ever wear, like, a sundress or anything? 
Like, you know, like like a robe. Uh. Uh. Oh. Huh. But I'm not a girl. You don't have to be a girl to wear different kinds of things, Harrison. Actually, got a nat one. (laughs) Nat one for gender. Harrison looks into his stew very heavily. His mouth is slightly agape. You can almost hear the gears turning in his head. <laughs> huh. So they like. So they like. Is that like a thing for halflings? Tar- Marigold is like looking around the camp for like a third wheel to help her. Desperately looking around, like sees sees Cass and like looks back at her. <laughs> um, I. Is it a halfling thing? Maybe. Um. Uh. I think. Um. Wow. <laughs> history checks. Like, do wood elves have like a particularly gendered like clothing? <laughs> 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 Seventeen. Um, oh my god. Yeah, I think like you've seen posters up on Cal's wall. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. And like uh-huh. storybooks from <laughs> what else? Uh-huh. Um, and like looking through uh, them, you notice that like wood elves, especially the more kind of folkloric, rural, traditional looking wood elves, have a pretty strict, it seems, dress code um, mm-hmm. for men and women. Um, it seems pretty binary in gender and what counts as gender expression and like what, uh, what gender expression is expected to be within. At least wood elf art, that is. Uh-huh. Um, which is... But being all, also having spent time in, like, Aleph, you've seen that in the wood elves, but you've also seen that, like, gender expression is pretty fluid in... <clears throat> in, uh, high elves. There's not a lot of expectations. Um, and there's actually, like, a... kind of a, like, a, a, a government acknowledge and historically acknowledge a uh, third gender as you were uh, for halflings hey I'm not sure I don't know a lot about halflings I guess that'd be your call to me <laughs> yeah I think halflings do whatever that makes sense like, yeah like absolutely they do whatever they just like this this feels like comfy <laughs> like like especially that like um I mean like there's a lot of different kinds of halfling. But like their general vibe is like, there are some halflings that are like summer of love, like everybody wears like has like long hair and shining like, pants and like sundresses and things. And then there's the more like ghibli halflings, mm-hmm. which you know they'll have like like cute like fr- frilly dresses and like like button down shirts and like pants and things. Mm-hmm. But like there's like a lot of variety, and Marigold is like. Also, like staring heavily into this too, like his worldview is so limited, so sad. Terrison, would you like to try wearing other clothes yeah. that are not um, 
green. Do <laughs> <laughs> you mean like different shades of green? No, like um, you could wear clothes that are blue or another. You could wear clothes that have patterns if you wanted to. <laughs> I do know what patterns are, but I love this. <laughs> Am I being too um, like no? <laughs> too, I'm not being too like homeschooled in a small. <laughs> no, because he's like one of the ones who got um, out the least. Yeah, he never went anywhere. Yeah, he, he just knows his family. Yeah, like they embroider things, but they all wear fucking green. Like they have like. Their everyday clothes are generally some shades of like brown or gray or whatever, and then like their nicer clothes are polter green. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, I have an idea. Okay. <laughs> um, she like gets up and like rubs her hands together. Do you want to try? Um, uh, Terrison, I'm gonna be your tailor today. Um, would you like me to make your shirt a different color? <laughs> <laughs> Harrison looks down, kind of like picks up the sides of it and pulls it out in front of him. He's just like, "Ooh, like my buckly green. Is it gonna be great? Is it gonna be a different color forever?" Yeah, just get temporary. We're just gonna try it on, and we'll just reset it right afterward. Don't like it? Just, uh, just trying it on. Think about it as a little. Um, uh, you ever go to a tailor and you you try on a try on a hat, and if you don't like the hat, you just put the hat back. Or if you do like it, you just you take the hat and it's your hat now, uh, you know, like that. My mom makes my clothes. <laughs> um, uh huh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color, bud? Do you have a favorite? Color? Um, probably like dandelion yeah. yellow. Uh, da- that's a that's a, that's a wonderful color. And Terrison Ter- got- like points to your scarf, like I don't like that. Like yeah, <laughs> this goldenrod. This is actually an, a halfling color. We love our golden. You know, it's a very happy color. Uh, she rubs her hands together, and um, she's gonna snap her fingers, and I'm gonna press to digitate his uh, shirt to turn uh, dandelion yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Terrison is aghast. <laughs> Maybe not aghast, uh, is like shocked, uh, speechless as he looks down at his with like how <laughs> to describe it. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm describing it. Terrison looks down at it in shock and awe. <laughs> oh. Oh, this is this is strange. Harrison, like, gets up and stumbles over to the lake <laughs> where there's still, like, some light out um, and from, like, the fire he, like, looks at his reflection in the water and, like, his back is turned tur- tor- like, towards, like, his back is turned towards you as he's looking in the water. Um, imagine more people are watching now. Cal, like, <laughs> walks up to you, Marigold, after finishing cleaning up his area. Um, and then Harrison, like, turns around and he has a really big smile Aww. on his face. <laughs> oh, oh, one more thing. And she snaps her fingers again because I can press the digitate up to three effects at a time. And I want to conjure like a little caterpillar design on his shirt. <laughs> like like a little little wormy emoji. <laughs> oh little my god. On his shirt. <laughs> oh, that's 
so, so cute. Yeah, it's like a it's like a cute it's like a cute t shirt design. Yeah, <laughs> Harrison's super into this. He's like, yeah, he's like smiling. You can see he's like trying to smart like hide it, but I'm not gonna have to make you roll. He's like, he's like acting like a fucking angsty teenager. He's like smiled and <laughs> yeah, that's like a twelve to insight. But... Yeah, you got that. Yeah, no, it's just like just like smiling, just like her hands and her hips, and it's like. Yeah, and, and you know, when we get to the next city or in downtime, we could try and make different kinds of clothes. <laughs> you know? It's a whole new world out there. <laughs> whole new world out there, bud. Jeremy, you, you come back to this. <laughs> you see your younger brother, who you've only seen in Polter Green and now Buckley Green, uh, looking at you with a big smile on his face and some color to his cheeks. Oh. He's like holding out his shirt in front of him, still wearing it, of course, just like displaying it. He's like pointing to the caterpillar. Hey, Jeremy, look. Jeremy, look. <laughs> oh, whoa! <laughs> did, did Marigold do that? Yeah. Marigold, I'm gonna use my third use of precipitation to make the caterpillar like the caterpillar does a little wink on the shirt. Oh my god, nice! Yeah, like... <laughs> Tears and pogs. <laughs> so just tear me. <laughs> Pogging at each other. <laughs> Marigold like looks over to Cal and just like shrugs. Like he might he might think that this is like a uh you know, like a cheesy use of magic, but it's like it's like clearly made Terrison like happy. Yeah. I don't yeah. think Terrison's seen Terrison this happy in a very long time. <laughs> no, yeah, uh, Cal Cal's Cal's cool with this because it's like prejudication, he knows that. It like gets the counter out, but it's not it's yeah, pretty so that, harmless. Be part, plus three, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um it wings and we pog in terms of like yeah, that looks really good on you. Thank you. <laughs> Cal's like smiling, has like his hand on his chin as he's just like looking on. <laughs> This is so interesting. We're introducing more culture to Wood Elves. <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting exchange of Athlane and Wood Elf culture. <laughs> yeah, he um he asked me why I wear pants. <laughs> oh <That's>, yeah. <laughs> um what else I've met some Wood Elves before. They have never asked me that. I do not know if that is a wood elf thing or if it is a thing that you that a uh, polter thing. Ah, I've gathered that a terrison is likely a very, a very, very rural traditional wood elf. Not so much traditional as a, a, a very uh, prehistory or beginning of history wood elf that is, but uh, <laughs> as you can see. They, I think he knows very little about the outside world, which is a, <laughs> a very interesting choice for his father to accept a on this adventure. I wonder if we can gain any special insights from such a uh, an elf so deeply ingrained in such a, a rich and elaborate history and culture. I hope we're not ruining him by this <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh, cow. we're not ruining him. No. Look how sad he is. <laughs> He's very sad for a wood elf. He's like, I, I've like never seen him smile like this before, and I just made his shirt yellow. Like that's pretty. That's, that's, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm glad, but that's pretty. Lo <laughs> <laughs> 
actually has a disorder where like the color green takes dopamine out of his brain. So introducing other colors colors into the palette gives him the boost that he needs. (laughs) (laughs) What you guys talking about? Uh, nothing, just a good stew. Soup's on! Soup's <laughs> on! Smells good! Everyone answers the dinner call and comes in for some soups and stews. Uh, just stew, actually, sorry. Stop both. Um, Tarragon is, wow. not Tarragon, Harrison is, still has, like, the remnants of a smile on his face. How long can you keep Slash an hour, up to an hour. Oh wow! Do you keep it on the entire time? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's yeah he has a remnant of a smile on his face as he like stirs the stew and ladles it out to everyone. His eyes will lighten up a bit. Oh, <laughs> everyone's. Oh, uh, T- Terrison, I see you have uh, uh you have forsaken the community uh, <laughs> that your uh, your family tends to uh, uh uh enshroud themselves in. Um. You've, you've taken up a, a delightful yellow, uh, <laughs> not not uh, quite as uh, saturated as my own uh, uh, garment of saloon. But, uh, 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 Just I, I, it, it, look, it looks good. I uh, uh, you've got a funny a funny little bug. <laughs> Between you and me, I won't tell Papa about it. <laughs> it would break his heart. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I should tell him. <laughs> yeah, maybe he should warm up to people wearing other others. Uh, <laughs> maybe he could develop in that way as well. Thank you, <laughs> Got him. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look at you, Terrison. <laughs> you're all bright and shiny now. It's a, your own son. <laughs> <laughs> He's beaming, all right. <laughs> Terrison tries to hide his smile more. <laughs> Are you smiling, Terrison? Oh, no, you're, you're stew. <laughs> <laughs> it's very Just good. Out of the caravan. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what mushrooms did Sludge find while she was out? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, roll a nature check. 16. 16? Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, let's see, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> as you like went on your, your little walk around the, the lakeside, uh, probably not as far as Teremy did. Uh, maybe on the other side. Uh, you, uh, as you're walking, you found a a, a dark cavern. Not to, uh, didn't go like with your elven eyes, your special elven eyes. You're able to see through it um, and see that it does that didn't extend too far, but it was a, a deep, moist cavern nonetheless, <laughs> perfect for mushroom hunting. Um, going inside, you just a quick look around and. Uh, you found uh, some very interesting mushrooms. You found uh, a fungi uh, towards the back of the cave that 
almost looked like a, a scary face. It had it was a it's a it's a flat topped mushroom with a white and red. Uh, well, you'd have to well you wouldn't know, but it, it, in the cave because you're colorblind. Uh, but taking it out of the, if you took it out of the it's it's a pattern a two colored pattern on it um, that roughly resembles uh, a scary scary face <laughs> a scary face with uh, horns on it what the fuck um okay uh I don't have my terrarium with me I left it at the lakeside <laughs> so I'm just kind of here um by the way i looked up her bmi she is severely underweight right now <laughs> <laughs> by about i'm trying to pounds. sleep with the clink of my bones too loud um <laughs> uh i think what i want to do is you know thinking um a bit of a ways i'm gonna see if i can find like a stick to poke it with <laughs> So I don't have to like deal with it or like maybe I can try and like chuck something at it to move it to see because a lot of the shit that I've found just like <laughs> react to touch. Right. Don't poke me. How would you like it if someone went around picking your apples? <laughs> I want to find a rock to chuck at it. <laughs> uh yeah, you, you find a small piece of rock that you chuck at it. Uh you hit it and uh the one that you it, it's kind of growing in a small cluster of five. Um, but the one that you hit uh, pops off as you as it's uh, struck by the rock, and it lies there without reaction. Okay. Um, did its face change? Nope. Still the same. Just popped off. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it popped off. Huh? Um, <laughs> I want to check another rock out of it. Same one or a different one? Like, are you starting at the cluster of the one that like broke off? Different one, like just at the cluster. Uh, yeah, I'm not gonna make you roll for this to like throw at it. Um, but yeah, you throw another one at it. Um, and you can see that it like hits the the the, the thing on the stem, and again, it just breaks off. And falls to the ground. Okay. Um. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't think it's dangerous. I think I'm gonna walk up to it slowly, and maybe try to take it. Take one. <clears throat> yeah. You 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 like one off the ground, or are you taking it from the cluster? The one that I popped off already. Yeah. Yeah, you, you you pick it up, um, and you hold it in your hand. It is cool and soft and spongy on the bottom. Um, it has a thick stem to it and long gills uh, on on the underside of its uh, mushroom cap. Um, I'll take another one. I'll take the other one that I popped off, and then after that, I will pluck one. All right, you have three. Scary face mushrooms. <laughs> is that it? Yeah. It's the scientific name. <laughs> yeah. Scary face boys. 
I'm going to start stuff in my pockets, but I'll leave a few nice. behind. Yeah, there's only like the five that you found. Okay, then I'll take three. Cool. And I will leave. <laughs> you head back to you head back to camp where people are eating stew and complimenting Terrison's yellow shirt. <laughs> um, I'm gonna quietly get some stew then. Thanks. Chill, chill night at camp. <laughs> chill night at camp. Yeah, just a a nice calm night at camp. Uh, everyone did some fun stuff. And dealt with a horrible creature, <laughs> but was, <laughs> but uh, spirits were picked up from a pretty successful, a pretty successful day afterwards. Jeremy saw a new creature. Uh, Sludge found a scary face and fucked up some magic. Uh, Cal, Guppy, and Marigold uh, uh, discovered more about this new creature they found, and. Marigold came, uh, found new insights with Marigold, with uh, Reva, and Harrison has a new shirt. <laughs> a funny like, bug on it. <laughs> a funny bug, as, like, we're, we're kind of sitting around, like, we're not necessarily all sitting around the fire eating, maybe some people are off keeping themselves, but as the meal starts winding down, um, Tarragon, like, stands up and, like, they ring a little like chime that they have and they say, so in light of current events, I want to congratulate us all on overcoming the terror that was uh, this lunastic imposter that dwelt in the lake, taking on the guise of the one saloon, which we have vanquished. And I think that we should all now uh, give thanks to her. Uh, in the sky above us as uh, day turns to night and the realm of uh, Saloon uh, rains down its light upon us all. And just a simple little thank you, Saloon, will do if you feel compelled to speak. Uh, sh- she will listen to you. She will not respond. <laughs> as far um, as you know. In my experience. <laughs> uh, if she does, you have to tell me or else it's entrapment. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Carson looks up at the moon. Thank you, Moon. I appreciate your presence always. Oh, that was that was lovely, Carson. Thank you. <laughs> I look at Terrison, first of all. And you could do it inside your head. You don't have to say it out loud if you're shy. Do it inside between you and Saloon. Just between you and her. Ten. Ten? Yeah. <laughs> what, uh, are you, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, Teremy's inciting Tarragon. Not Tarragon, Terrison. Um, it's hard to tell. Terrison just has like a blank look on his face. <laughs> As he just like looks off into the distance, into the middle distance. <laughs> Thank you, Saloon. Thank you, man. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Saloon. Yes. Yes. I got a halfling. Dinging the side of her bowl with her spoon. Like, elves are kind of (laughs) weird. Today's been illuminating. (laughs) A loony for (laughs) Saloony. Does Caster Sludge do anything? I don't think Cass says anything. I think he's just 
maybe he's got like a befuddled look on his face. <laughs> it's like, mm, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> and kind of the same. <laughs> Tarragon like notices that. Just kind of like nods at them, this. like and she's there every night, I say, <laughs> looking over us, ever loyal, ever watchful. Uh, and and if you feel compelled to uh, send any messages to her, you can always do that. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody. And they sit back down and <laughs> act, like they have like a little bit of a smile, like oh yes, like they'll learn, like that they know. Oh well, well. On that note, to, to continue the theme, I wonder if I want to ask if people would want a few, a little bit of a music to jolly up the the scene. Uh, oh yes, Carson, please do that. Yes. Oh, and, uh, <laughs> Tarragon, if it's not a, a blasphemy or anything, uh, I, uh, I I know I know a song or two about the moon. What? <laughs> I know all, all the uh, old wood elf folk songs about the about the moon. All, all very good, you know. It, uh, 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 the moon is cast in a, a good light. <laughs> oh, that, that sounds lovely, Carson. <laughs> <laughs> Get right on it. Uh, sing a moon song. <laughs> <laughs> sing, sing a little moon tune. I remember at at, at moon camp. <laughs> you know, I've got your tunes, and they're more hymns. But um, <laughs> uh, pass the wood elf line. Oh, why don't you? <laughs> a little saloon tune fest. Let's <laughs> cut back, Tarragon. Been a, a long day. <laughs> Hell yes. Carison. Carison. Carson takes out his guitar, tunes it up a little bit, uh, strums a few chords, and then starts playing a, a simple. Uh, repetitive riff. Um, <clears throat> it's a it's a it's a medium tempo song, more on the slow side, uh, but not uh, quite uh, on not quite polarized on either side of tempo. What am I fucking saying? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> Fuck this. Is that the song? <laughs> yeah, that's what Carson says. That. <laughs> well, this is a little uh, tempo, medium tempo. So I'm more. Oh, 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 I'm gonna fucking kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wake up in the morning, look at the moon, and all I want to do is leave my wrists. <laughs> No. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Carson strums a few, uh, a, a few chords, and then goes into the melody of the uh, strumming the melody of the song. Um, it's on the slow side, uh, but the the chords are are bright and calming, uh, kind of a not not yeah uh, cheery and calming, uh, lulling you into a sense of tranquility as he recites a, a simple repetitive uh, folk song with the same lyrics but some uh, some lyrics change towards the end to make it more uh, what am I saying? <laughs> Either way. Does it tell a story? Is it just a, a it's, it, it's, uh, it's more of a uh, it seems kind of like a lullaby but uh, it has that it, he starts singing what seems like a lullaby, but it has that uh, hint of 
not macabre, but there is some history to the song. It feels like that if you knew a lot about wood elf history, you'd know more about it. Uh, he sings about the moon rising and the turning of the tides, how the moon rising changes freedom, uh, brings about freedom and throwing away the shackles and all is new under the light of the moon. Nice. Nice. Um, t- would would Terragon know this song? Should I roll? Uh, yeah, roll the history with advantage. Moon song, and you lived in a okay, wood what, country. One of those was a one. Uh, history. They must know history. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't spend any time around wood. <laughs> <laughs> didn't sing them this. They got nothing. Um, you might have. You might have. Uh, Terragon might have heard. One of their uh, uh, church mem- like wood elf church members, even though that's like one of the few wood elves who appreciate saloon <laughs> and work inside the church, uh, like mm-hmm. hum this tune before, but you don't know the history behind it. Yeah, they're. I think they're like very attentive to it. <laughs> um, it's like app- appreciate Carson's performance, and we'll probably ask him more about it later. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I actually want to roll to see if I recognize this song. Yeah. History. Mm-hmm. You can roll advantage since oh, you're a fucking wood. Good. Uh, five. five. The you other do. one was an L1. Yeah. <laughs> you do, no one knows what this song is. <laughs> fucking no one deep knows what history. You probably don't. Uh, you probably haven't heard of this song before. You probably don't know it. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's nice, though. <laughs> it's, a, it's an old, old, old song. Uh, long before the, the, the Fey Kingdom ever really, uh, uh, you know, got themselves so involved in the wood elves, you know? <laughs> wow. Where did you learn it? Oh, uh, oh, you, you know, I have some friends and patriots in my life that have sung this before. Inside. <laughs> oh my god. Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, you can tell there's something off. Um, you can tell he's like trying to hide something. Uh-huh. It seems like you said something he didn't mean to say, and now he's just covering it up and just trying to get away from it as soon as possible. <laughs> Friends and uh, compatriots, huh? Friends and compatriots. <laughs> <laughs> That's suspicious as fuck. Okay. <laughs> Where'd they learn it? Oh, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, well, you know, uh, just the, well, the sort of group they they ran in. Oh my <laughs> god, is he a terrorist? <laughs> <laughs> That's a eighteen plus um it's five. <sighs> <laughs> 2023 inside that is Marigold. Nat 1. Uh oh. Yeah. Yeah. What does Marigold get from that? You know his whole story. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> Marigold. Oh, fuck, person. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this is. Marigold, you, you have a very good insight into this. Part, mostly because you have probably felt what 
Carson is experienced. You've experienced what Carson has experienced. Where someone of great importance has entered your life. Someone who's changed you and is just immensely important to you and who you care about deeply. And then they leave or they're gone or something happens. And it's not that their memory is tarnished, but it's changed. It's changed. And it's hard to get past that one point. And it seems like he's not ready to, like, Carson himself is, is, might be getting there, but he's not at a point where he feels like he can really talk about this person and he realized that he slipped up. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, I'm gonna send a message to Cal. <laughs> uh, like, hey, um, Carson seems like really sad. <laughs> what do you mean? He messages back to you. <laughs> I'll get back to you. <laughs> Just. <laughs> oh, he's got some baggage, this one. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Cal didn't pick up on that. Of <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I think Terry's just kind of looking at Carson like with his, his chin in his hands like mm-hmm. He's <laughs> like looking away and blushing. Why are you blushing? Nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> How about another moon song? Sure, that sounds oh, fine. Oh, you're here. <laughs> I'm here. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. Is sludge back yet? I don't think so. Uh, Esther just went to the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is this lore draw? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Please be like. Carson <laughs> uh, plays another moon song. This one not about revolution or freedom. <laughs> <laughs> So it's just about the moon. <laughs> Talking about how pretty it is. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> that that one wasn't quite as quite as spicy, but uh, very pretty. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you play guitar really. Well. Oh, thank you. So nice you have a you have a you have a guitar. You, I haven't heard you. Uh, of uh, playing with it, so <laughs> you play often. Oh, for other people. <laughs> oh, you should you should play something. I think we'd all enjoy that. <laughs> Carson looks around at the rest of the group. Terry's nodding. Has Terry heard? Nope. <laughs> sucks. Yeah, like he's maybe heard Terrison playing like chords or something, but never, never any any words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, Marigold and Terragon, I think, are, like, nodding, like, if Terrison's feeling up for it, he can. <laughs> no yeah, pressure. I haven't, I haven't heard much, but he's pretty good, too. Yes. 
Oh, uh, Harrison, I, I very much like it if you could sing us a, a, a one of your songs. I don't want to uh, presume, but I imagine that it would probably be some sort of a a, a wood elf folk song of some sort. <laughs> Maybe something uh, related to your family, uh, either to the to the. I punched Cal's So <laughs> <laughs> looking at Cal like. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Let him speak. <laughs> Let him speak. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, uh, not really folk songs. I kind of uh, uh, write my own songs. <laughs> A creative outlet. That's great. That's great, Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God, he has coping mechanisms. <laughs> Yeah, I just kind of, uh, I don't think you guys want to hear. It's just like my thoughts. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts. I don't think you want to hear my thoughts, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, come on. Jeremy, you couldn't handle my thoughts. <laughs> Try me. <laughs> uh, persuasion or intimidation, you're showing. <laughs> my God. That's funny. Persuasion. <laughs> nice. I I I want to clarify like my tone isn't like ye- like teasing him or anything like I'm genuinely like oh yeah I want to hear my little brother's songs like hey I, I haven't even thought about this <laughs> like what's he been up to <laughs> oh my god um eyes just sparkling all right um. Terami, like, kind of a... Yeah, Terami, uh... I'll do it actually here. I don't think I have noise suppression on. You can always check since it keeps turning itself yeah. back on. Yeah, noise suppression isn't on. Hmm. Is this what song he sings? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, he's fucking... He's worked. Oh my god. <laughs> nice, okay, yeah. Um, Harrison, uh, say so you're right, Harrison kind of like, Harrison's in a good mood right now. <laughs> like, his shirt's yellow and has a bug on it. That's <laughs> all you need. Oh, sure, yeah, I guess I could sing one of my more mellow songs yeah uh <laughs> Harrison like gets up you can see that his like legs are a little bit shaky um he goes over to his pack and pulls out this old uh not beat up but worn guitar um that's got like some scratches on it and it's not as shiny as it probably once was uh looks almost like he's like dragged it through a thorn bush or two <laughs> <laughs> but it's well loved it seems um <clears throat> he tunes up his guitar and then starts strumming a little a little ditty. Uh this time this song's faster um than any of Carson's songs, bitch. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just a chord strumming song, uh, but as he like revolves between three different chords essentially. Um But he sings a he starts singing this song in in a in his singing voice, which is a, I'll, I'll go for him, because he's, he's new at this. Oh no, Terrence. Oh. <laughs> you can tell his nerves are like, oh. he's never, you can tell he's never even played in front of anyone before, and his nerves are starting to get to him, um, as he like starts messing up chords that he's like 
fingering them wrong or not not holding down the cords long enough, and you can tell his hands are starting to shake. Um, and he tries to adopt this husky, low singing voice, uh, but he keeps his voice keeps like cracking as it um, due to stress, it seems. Uh, but uh, he starts singing about uh, giants. He starts singing about giants and how he how we shouldn't be afraid of them and how they're people too and giants look down on us and probably see us as people too and we just need to give everyone a chance and that he he likes giants oh. we're all just living in this world together <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> well Finishes singing, puts down his guitar. Sorry. What? No, don't be sorry. That was good. Uh, that was terrible. No. Mm. <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't realize you wrote your own songs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. Thanks. Goes back to eating stew. Terry's <laughs> <laughs> just beaming at him like, "That's my, that's my little brother." Oh, my little brother! <laughs> oh, so cool! You can do things. <laughs> I thought it was very good, Terrison. It's a great song. <laughs> very uh, emotional. <laughs> I, what else aren't used to that? I think <laughs> not, not uh, all of us. Uh, most of the emotions, at least. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a lot of variety in, in our music, huh? <laughs> no, and that's why it's good. I think that's good. Why we have Terrace in here to uh, uh, add a little variety to the to the to the mixture. Yeah. Y- yes, it had it had real pathos. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like you put your heart and soul into that song. <laughs> Top quality. <laughs> nice. Terrace is like hiding under his hat. Yeah, that was that was really good. Oh. <laughs> yeah, had a lot of heart to it. It was a a, a nice strumming. We don't get a lot of music. Gabby <laughs> 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 just listens to like droning <laughs> ambient noise. He just listens to ASMR compilations of like. Clocks ticking. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Carriages rattling around outside. Rainfall for ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it was a, it was very different from a, most Wood Elf songs, but I could definitely see the influences in it. Terrace, I have to admit, you are quite a, I say, a very, a very uh, uh, special elf. Special elf. Special elf. Special elf. How? What are you? Elf. How? Elf. Special elf. What Special the fuck is happening? Special elf. Special Marigold, you look Special to Cal and you can just see this Special him repeating this over and over again. And you look around to your other compatriots trying to figure out what's happening. Uh, and you see that. Things are jumping. You're stuck in a loop as 
Kalos has stuck stuck um, special elf as people make their movements in these short seconds and then re- and then come back to where they once were, like rig the models, uh, almost machines that are carrying out these movements and repeating. And you start to see the seams of this scene. You turn behind you and you will see that you are in essentially a box. And behind you is just the far expanse of pink clouds. And standing in this opening is the small black shadowy figure of Riva with golden eyes looking at you. As time has gone on, you have found that your dreams and your time with Yugen, Yugen, your time with Riva at night have blended more and more together. It's no longer that hard cutoff where you're in a dream and then there's, uh, and then blackness and then you wake up, essentially. Wake up, uh, in a sense, in Riva's Yugen. Oftentimes you'll just turn around and there'll be Riva. Um, I'm trying to decide how she feels about that. <laughs> does it does it feel like I'm not in control of this at all? Um, sorry. Um. It, 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 it's not so. Uh, it feels like you have as much control as you do in uh, before Riva, as in control of your dreams as you usually do. It's not like Riva is uh, controlling your dreams or guiding them. Uh, for the most part, it seems like once Riva steps into the dream, the dream ends or mm-hmm. kind of like bugs out and breaks like this. Right. Um, yeah, I just wanted to know if it was if it was like, so she does go to bed at night and then it kind of blends into this. It's not like Riva's like knocking her unconscious, <laughs> right? Yeah. No. Yeah. No. 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 It's not like that at all. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Riva arrives with a brick and just bashes. <laughs> it's like it feels like there is a small area. Um, Sorry. Um, it feels like there is a small area inside of this Yugen that is controlled by your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And your dreams just kind of play out in there. Uh, but once Riva uh, observes it, things start to break. And your mind has less control over it and just turns into these small clips uh, similar to Riva's, or similar to your memories, essentially, that Riva sees. Right. 
Hi, Riva. What did we learn today? <laughs> Marigold. No, I got him squeaky. That's like, I'm gonna get comfortable. Um, but yeah, this isn't like a lesson you were teaching Riva, but um, yeah, uh, Riva. No, I think, I think what happens is like, Marigold actually, she's actually kind of uncomfortable with this as time goes on. <laughs> like, she doesn't feel like she's able to frame the lessons or like frame when she's able to get in there. So in order to combat that, she like plays it off like, oh, did you get anything from observing my memories? Like, that's what she's trying to do with that. Mm-hmm. Like, did uh, you pick up on anything from that? <laughs> uh, oh, so, so sorry, let me be a little clear. When this happens, it's yeah. just like, you are having a dream and then like you fall asleep on your own accord uh you start having your regular dreams this time it happened to be a memory of what happened that oh, okay night. okay cool. um and then reva uh as she has like interrupted your dreams before and okay. brought you to the yugen um she like she just kind of steps in and that like uh, special elf, special elf. Like that small clip is the only thing that Marigold, not nah, Marigold, Riva sees. Okay. Cool. Oh, then she just like takes a deep breath and like, Hey, Riva. Marigold. How are you doing today? <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm. <laughs> I like the idea that, uh, you can tell me if this is wrong or not, but I, I like the idea that, like, Miracle to help Riva communicate and stuff has taught her, like, emotional language and saying, I feel about things. Oh, Yes. <laughs> Does that sound on point? Or Yeah, like, I think we've, we've gone through, like, preschool, like, early elementary stuff where say, like, I am happy, I'm, I'm hungry, like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling... Happy today. You're feeling happy. Well, I'm happy that you're feeling happy. <laughs> Why are you feeling lines. happy today? <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw something that I remembered. And what was that? The 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 patrollers. What? <laughs> <laughs> the the other Yugen. You showed it to me. I, I, I did show that to you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. America like kind of bites her lip, but she's still like smiling. Like she, <laughs> she doesn't want to come off as anxious. <laughs> mm-hmm. But patrollers is kind of ominous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reva like cocks her head to the side. You. You don't know what that is? I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. Do you want to go into lessons? (laughs) (laughs) What was that? Reva said, oh, sorry. Do you want to go into lessons now? No, I think you should give me a lesson today. (laughs) Hmm. Well, we have to do our lessons. (laughs) You've already started giving me a lesson, actually. Persuasion. <laughs> or bluff. 
I, uh, I, I have a plus one to all of that, so 13. Okay, cool. I figured bluff not because you're going to trick her and be like, oh, right, I was doing a lesson, but just kind of like that kind of bluff of like, oh, you're goading her mm-hmm. on. And yeah. Yeah. It's tricky. <laughs> it's tricky conversation skills. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. All right. <laughs> okay. That was a patroller. Uh, they would protect us and do, you know, good stuff for you and the people. I see. So, what I saw was there was this piece. Sorry, what's what's the Teflon word for again? Uh, uh, lore. Okay. Yeah. Um, I saw this piece of Atatolor. I didn't see a patroller. I don't know if I can unless in a space like this one, like I'm in with you. Are you telling me that there's a Teflium like you inside that Atatolor? Not usually. That's not that's not the patroller though. That's just a it's uh like it's 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 its battery. Can you tell me what a patroller looks like? Patrollers are uh you know, white, big. I always thought they kinda looked like the moon. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> oops. Uh, so you can hear like the whooshing of clouds uh, as the scene that you were in um, of the memory of the night uh, disappears, and slowly from it, as you think back to this creature you saw. Um, as the memory of seeing this thing appears, uh, Riva kind of like looks away from you and looks behind you and turning around, you see the fake moon, uh, the mimic, uh, hovering ominously above you silently and still like that. Okay. I, I did see one then. (laughs) Uh, you said that it protects people? Yeah, we would we would make them and, you know, they would rove about picking up you know, like picking up trash and <laughs> no, I guess not really they didn't do a lot of protecting we didn't have a lot to protect from, but they would you know, pick up trash and help people and how would it help people, Riva? <laughs> like I said, they like, you know, pick up trash. Uh, I, I never really saw what they did. Okay. That's a helpful lesson. <laughs> Thank you. Are there many of them? 
As far as you know. I wouldn't know that. Okay. <laughs> but you would make them. Yes. That's very cool. <laughs> uh, very Im impressive. <laughs> Thank you. It Do was... you remember what else you would build? I built protectors. Not, not all of them. I couldn't do that. That <laughs> uh, was protectors. Really... Like, I want to conjure up the memory of the construct and like the crystal guardian. Oh, I could, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I couldn't do that at all. <laughs> mm. Only, only the grand seers could do that. Grand Seers. Yeah. What is a Grand Seer, Reva? Oh, you know, like... I think we should get to our lesson. <laughs> you're, you're right. <laughs> Thanks. Thank, thank you. Let's get to our lesson. <laughs> um... So, Riva, um, today I'm going to start our lesson a little differently. I have a message for you. Message? Would you like to hear it? Yeah. I, um, Marigold, like, closes her eyes and steps back, and I want to conjure up the memory <laughs> of Jeremy saying, Tell her I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a little FaceTime video. <laughs> yeah. Hologram of Jeremy says, Tell her I said hi. <laughs> Can we get that, Jeremy? Yeah. Oh, say hi for me. <laughs> Reva's. Uh, I, I oh. loop it a couple times, like it's a gift for her to <laughs> let it sink in. Reva, like, cocks her head back and forth at it. And then you see, like, her eyes grow, her golden eyes grow wide and bright. Um, and, uh, Riva's usually, Riva is featureless, as far as you can tell. She's just this small, shadowy, billowing, shadowy silhouette of a Tafelium with long, elongated, straight, curved horns at the end, that curve at the end. Um, but... You start to see a smile form on her face. You start to see a thin, like, gold outline. Like, there's a light inside of her that is shining, that is, like, that is uh, dimly shining out from where lips would be, her lips and mouth would be, and you can see a smile crack across her face. Hi! <laughs> Yokabe! Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I step back forward <laughs> so Riva this is a message from my friend Terami Terami Poulter he wants to meet you someday 
when you're ready to meet people. He's excited to get to know you. They can, can they come in here? I am not sure. I think it might be possible if you let them. You've brought someone else in here before, besides me. Her lips disappear. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't have to be like that. It can be like what we're doing now. I would like that. You would like that. And Meridol like, <laughs> feels like relieved. <laughs> who, who is he? Have you shown Reva memories of the expedition party? Have Re- Re- Reva has seen the murals of the giants. Mm-hmm. And Terabi and Sludge were there. Mm-hmm. But has she seen, have you shown her any other images or memories of Sludge and Terabi? Today we're going to learn about friends. I don't think so. I don't think like there's been a lot of it. Like it's been more like maybe they're incidentally in a scene, but Marigold wasn't really sure if it was safe to like have her get to know them yet. Mm-hmm. But like she seems pretty friendly and like not skittish about it. So um, she like, uh, Marigold puts out a hand to Riva, and I want to like walk her through kind of like a hall of like memories, like peek in, like peek into little scenes from the first leg of our journey together. <laughs> yeah, you uh, uh, like a hallway of rooms start to appear around you, each with like their own doorway cut out of this. You can't see into these rooms um, except by. Uh, a doorway that is like cut into the pink cloud walls of it, into each one of these little rooms. So, these are two of my friends. Friends. Is- yeah. Do you know what friends are, Riva? <laughs> um, you can like Riva looks down for a little bit. Yeah. Um. Riva kind of like looks down and you see these faint uh, after images of words, common words like spin around her head um, until like she until her head like perks up. Oh, friends. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so Kaloichas. And Marigold, you will recognize that word. You would recognize that word. You've heard Jutor call you this before. And it is translated to little one. Cool, okay. (laughs) Cool. Sims. (laughs) Yeah. uh, So, Kaloichis. We say friend. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it like that. <laughs> nice. I thought not, but it was still funny. <laughs> we say friend, and a friend can be lots of different things to you. They can do different things. For you, and you can do different things for them. You can 
play with them. You can learn from them. You can work with them. You can comfort them or they can comfort you. And as she's like saying this, kind of walking through like, um, I think there's a quick version of like our, our introductions to each other at Fallbrook <laughs> Castle and us working together at the trials and Sludge and Teremy messing with each other. <laughs> um, and then there's like us traveling and drawing together at the camp uh, when we make camp, spending time and uh, when Marigold like was comforting Sludge at Hightower after, after like Guppy had his outburst and they were like trying to calm each other down. Um, friends are people who are there for you and you like them even when they maybe get on your nerves when they mess with you you're <laughs> still friends. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, we're friends. We are I... friends, Reva. And the thing about friends is you can always make more of them. So <laughs> I was hoping we could bring some people here and you can make friends with them. I forgot about friends. <laughs> you forgot about them. <laughs> It's been a long time in here. I suppose it has. I want to meet other people. Hey, I forgot that they were like, they are like friends outside. I wish I could go outside. Marigold, like, closes her mouth. Like, <laughs> you don't think you can go outside, then? I tried a long time ago and gave up. I see. Wait a second. <laughs> um... Do you need to go? No, um, uh, he was just checking. <laughs> what did she say? She said she, she couldn't get out. Oh, God. <laughs> she tried a long time ago, but gave up. I see. Well, as I said, friends can help you. Maybe if we make friends with the right people, we can find a way to get you out. Reva starts thinking. <laughs> Oh God! Mm. <laughs> You're, you can come and go. I can, yes. Can I? How do you come and go? How do you? How did I let you in here? Can I? If you're physical body is on the outside. My Yugen keeps me here. wonder if I'm able to direct my energy through you. What does that mean, Reva? 
Oh, well. I don't know if it's possible. It'd be a... The Grand Seers could, well, show up anywhere, you know? They, like, you'll... Her arms, like, probably for, uh, yeah, her arms, like, come out and, like, motion to herself. And they come and look like this. Sometimes give us lessons or tell us things. I wonder if I could use you as a... <laughs> I wonder if I could use you as, a, as an anchor. A conduit, maybe. Only the Grand Seekers could do it, but... Maybe you can help. Be a friend. Yeah. Maybe I could. Um, you know, Grand Sears did that. Yeah. Um, did it ever hurt a conduit? Well, they don't need a conduit. They can just do it. I don't want to hurt you. I will never hurt you. Have I hurt you? No, Reva. It just... Sometimes friends hurt each other without meaning to. So it's good to talk about it. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Well, I'd like to meet them somehow. I don't want to accident. I don't want to hurt them without meaning to, if they're in here. I don't want to hurt you by coming outside. I'm sorry, I just kind of forgot there was actually an outside. Never mind. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I, uh, I want to put my hand out to her. Like, can I, can I like com give a comforting hug? Are you asking her that or are you like gesturing that? I'm gesturing that. <laughs> Reva slowly, like, walks into your arms and wraps her arms around you. But you can't feel anything. You're... I didn't create you, did I? You're real. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't come up with me. I am beyond your reckoning, Reva. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Reva laughs. Here's what we're going to do. I'm going to teach you about my friends a little bit. I'm going to go check on them. They have to be ready to meet you, too. I don't want them hurting you by accident. They do that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then 
I'm going to figure out a way to bring them in here. And we can work on this conduit idea. We'll need to practice it. I have all okay. the time in the world. <laughs> yeah. All the time in the world. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. a plan, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That's a joke in action. You are learning. <laughs> All yes. the important <laughs> Yeah. Um, oh. Unless you had more, I think that's a good place to stop that. Yeah, we can stop there. I was just going to say that, like, she takes Riva through like different meal times with the, with the crew, as a as an example. Nice. Um, do the crab boil, <laughs> halfling breakfast, and so she gets a little taste of friends she, teaching each other things. And she friends knows how to dunk each on other, cow. and friends just hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the, of course, like the meal from just last night, where like Terrison kind of uncomfortable and like maybe messed up a little bit but everybody was still there for him mm -hmm. <laughs> all those things Basically, yeah. <laughs> that's what friendship is <laughs> dunking on friends and also being there for that <laughs> absolutely <laughs> <laughs> nice okay cool well. GG. GG, guys. GG, that was so cute. Yeah, next time. Next time you'll meet her. <laughs> <sighs> I don't think I need to export my audio. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, it'll just be me into...